0: Today by the grace of God we shall continue our teaching on the theme of the year, go forward, go forward, praise the Lord, and uh, I want to start with the thought of the day, you know, there's one that is about facts, when you talk about facts, you're talking about known things, or proved things, things that have been proven. Those are things that are called facts. But there's also negative facts that we live with every day. Negative facts that, this is what you know. They may not be negative, but it is the facts of our time. But God can make you to overcome those negative facts. Even though they are real. For example, when the Lord Jesus Christ Went to the tomb of Lazarus. It was a fact that he was dead. He was dead. But they told him that, but now he was he should have been what? Smelling, decaying. That was a fact. But yet the Lord intervened. That negative fact was torn around. And God did what he alone could have done. Praise the Lord. Also, it was a negative fact for the woman, the widow of Sharaphat. The fact was that that was her last meal. She had no other meal to eat after that. And she told the man of God, This is all I have. But the man of God said, Just prepare what you have. Give to me. But you will never laugh again. Praise the Lord. And so it was. It was also a fact that Goliath had been fighting wars all his life. He was much experience. It was also bigger than David. But yet, despite that fact, God still intervened and gave David Fictory. Our own negative facts can be the reality of our life today. It could be a negative fact that you are not qualified for a position that has been pushed out and you are interested in that job. That does not stop you from saying, I put in my application. Because God, all things are possible. And that leads me to our thought of the day, which says. Do not let the negative facts weigh you down. Do not allow the negative facts weigh you down. Rather, give thanks to God for what he alone can do and trust in. There are negative facts that are written every day from doctors' office. This is what we have found. This is what's is going to happen. I shared with you before about a lady... In the UK, she was given a diagnosis about, about a cancer situation, and she was given sixty days to live. And she chose to accept that—that that he asked sixty days to live. And she made up her mind that every day of that sixty days, she wants to live in the public because she was a public figure. So she was posting something on the on the on the net every day concerning herself. And she died after sixty days. But I've also, see people that they have been given. No such diagnosis that you have to so amount of that time to live because of cancer, but they have lived beyond that, they have survived that. So, negative fact that comes from doctor's office should not hold you down because with God, how many things are possible? All things are possible, and that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We have been looking at going forward. And what you have learned so far says that you know when you're saying you are going forward that means that you are, you are living stagnancy you are making progress in life and that will be our testimony this year we may progress physically we may progress financially we may progress spiritually in the mighty name of Jesus Christ so going forward means that you are living stagnancy you are putting an end to stagnancy and when God says go forward that means God is interested in putting an in our lives and socially being the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we went ahead and identified what are the things that we need to move forward. And the first thing we said was that we need what? Focus. You need to be focused. If you are not focused, you are limited. You need to be focused on where God is leading you and follow that path for your testimony. And last week, I was sharing about encouragement, that to move forward, we need encouragement. And I know I emphasized during that teaching that encouragement, I'm talking about, may not need to come from anybody around you. But from who? From yourself. You need to encourage yourself. Because if you are waiting for people to encourage you, nobody may be there to encourage you. But when you encourage yourself, as David did, you know say, and David encouraged himself in the Lord, and he pursued, and he recovered all. And I use the analogy of God himself when he was you know, at creation. You know, he was encouraging himself based on what he sees. He evaluates what he has done. Say he it was good, and he continues in doing it. Praise the Lord. So encouragement is very, very important. Not only for people around you. That means you have to surround yourself with people that will encourage you. But most importantly, you must be ready to do what? To encourage yourself. To encourage yourself. Praise the Lord. And that take us to the, the next one, which I just mentioned briefly last week, is to identify and believe in the cause. If you want to move forward, you need to identify and believe in that cause. Two things. It is one thing to identify the cause. It is another to believe in that cause. Many identify the cause. Many don't believe in the cause. Many believe the cause. But they have not been able to identify how to go about it. Praise the Lord. So identification of the cause is key to us moving forward. Praise the Lord. In 1 Samuel 1729, 1st Samuel 1729. When David got to the, to, to the war front and he saw what was happening, how Goliath was making noise, you know, and saying things that are very very bad concerning the God of Israel David was moved David was challenged David said something said what can be done to anyone that will fight against this uncircumcised Philistine and as he was doing that he was making an inquiry on what to be done the brother saw him and said what is it with you this boy You are here to give us food. As we finish that, go back to where you belong and take care of the sheep, those little sheep in the wilderness. And David responded with this scripture and said, What have I not done? Is there not what? A cause. Is there not a cause? Now I want us to take a pause and carefully look at that scripture. Is there not a cause? Is there not a reason? Is there not a need? Now, they were all there in the war front. They were there for a cause. Am I right? They were there for a cause. But David, in his statement, was not just referring to the cause that brought all of them together. He was referring to an higher cause. So in the midst of that battle, he was able to identify an higher cause than this we fought for. Not just getting together to fight war. No, there's something that is in him. I'm telling you that bigger than what we are here, there's something else we've done on this issue. Praise the Lord. And that was the cause that was pushing him. That was what he had in Ezra. To what others there had, because they were there for a cause as well. But he said, Is there not a cause bigger than what we are gathered here to, to, to do? He was able to identify that cause. Praise the Lord. Sometimes you need to identify a greater cause than what others can see in order to do more. In order to do more that what others can do you need to identify a greater cause if you cannot identify that greater cause you may be limited you may be operating at a level that you are not supposed to be operating the greater cause david identified in that test is not just to fight the war he said "Who is this what Uncircumcised Philistine. How can he be just, you know, ridiculing our God? That was what pushed him. I need to deal with this person because I cannot allow him to just talk anyhow about our God. I need to address this issue. If you cannot stand up for our God, me, I do what? I will stand up. I will stand up for our God. That was a greater cause. Not just fighting, but to know. Because Goliath was saying something negative about his God. And he cannot allow that to go by. Praise the Lord. So they were all there together. But he was able to identify a higher cause. And brethren, i tell you something. Wherever you are, if you cannot identify a higher cause than others around you, you may be at the same level with them. You may be at the same level with them whatever they're complaining about you complain about it too why you cannot do what you need to do because that higher cause has not gotten to you and you you should not not just just envelope yourself with the thought of others or with the feelings of others i'll give you examples if you are in school for example if you are in the higher institution for example and of course, you are all there to, to, to for your first degree. For your first degree, you're there for your first degree. Maybe the guy next to you is your friend. His own intention is to just do first degree and forget about schooling. In fact, he was even encouraged to be there to go for that first degree. But you have a higher course. You are not only looking at your first degree; you are thinking about what your masters. PhD. And you are in the same class. You are playing the same. You are, you, are, you are doing the same thing the same way. You are not putting more effort. If the guy just wants to make a 2-2 and, and leave the school, or even a pass, he doesn't care. But you, before you can go for your master's, you need what? A higher degree. There's a higher course that pushes you further than the level he or she was. That's the higher course that you have. Praise the Lord. If you're having a challenge in your marriage and you, you 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 are dealing with people around you that don't believe in the value of marriage are keeping marriage together then they will not challenge you for the higher cause of saving your marriage they just leave you the way you are I Say said no no don't worry about that guy don't worry about that woman but if you have the higher cause no god said i should Keep that marriage. You will do everything to keep that marriage. But if you are not tuned to that higher call, then you allow it. Praise the Lord. Everything you do, you need to identify the higher call. Because not everybody that is on the same spot with you are going to the same place with you. That the GO once shared a testimony with us. He was see a young pastor then. And he was planning, he was somebody that was very zealous. He was planning a, 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 something like a congress in those days. Then Baba Academy was still alive. He was planning for, for a congress in those days. And he shared this with one of the senior pastors in the church. Much more to him. And the response he got from that person was so bad. He was so frustrated about it and he was angry in the spirit man that how can this man stop a, a, a program like this to win so so christ i can and he angrily went to meet the back that see what this man has done see what this man has done and the man told him don't do anything just keep quiet leave him he was expecting the man to back him up and say oh yeah let's go there I thought to him, I said, just leave him. But years later, years later, this old pastor said something that made him to realize that he was just trying to pull him down along with him. He so said, he knew where he was going to. He knew he was going to hell, But he's planning to get as many as possible along, along with him. Praise the Lord. And then remember what Papa Kedahimeh told him. But just leave him. Let him do what he wants to do. Don't argue with him. Brethren, we are in church together today. Many of us have different goals. If you go to all churches in Calgary today, all over the world, many people go to church for different reasons. For different reasons. Some, to socialize network with their friends meet people that they have not seen over the past week and discuss and engage with them again some to connect for business so the way they take their church services is different from the point that is of work, i want to make it work to heaven so if you want to go forward spiritually this year for example you don't compare yourself with anybody spiritually Ah, people don't come to church regularly why should I come to church regularly? Because do come for a workers meeting. Why should I come for work meeting? Because we are good, to, we are at different paces. My people says in my language: don't use another person's horse to do what? To compare how you run your race. Praise the Lord. So, spiritually, if you want to grow as a church. You know, as a member of the family of, family of, family of god don't look at others and say well this is the way the people do it. you don't know where the man is going you don't know the cost what's pushing that person we all come from different backgrounds different agendas but when you have that higher calling then you know what you need to do that course is very different the you of a company has a higher cost compared to the employee. What is driving him is different to the employee. Employee wants to get promoted. The MD wants to make profit. So their actions are tailored to meet the expectations. The MD is thinking about the next project that he needs to get into the business. The other guy is looking for, let me just get increment in salary. So it is when you come together as a church, don't compare yourself with anybody. Do you have that higher calling? What is pushing you spiritually? Where you are going to? So when others are saying that, we we, we are praying in the morning, we are praying in the evening, let me just one I will do. I will do the morning today. Tomorrow I will do evening. And somebody tell you you're going for the two prayer just select one now you don't have to come on tuesday brethren. you need to have to say what is my own course where am i going to what is driving me if it's just for me to attend church then that could be but if i have an idea to, to improve myself spiritually then i seek for every opportunity David said i am when they say what let's go to the house of the lord every opportunity that i see i came to it in daily Anywhere I have an opportunity to grow spiritually or to pray, I key to it. Don't be discouraged by anybody. Fifty days later I had a now to pray. You can decide how you want your own prayer life to be during that time. Depending on the cause that is driving you. Praise the Lord. That higher cause is very important. But it's also important for you to believe in the cause. To believe in the cause. If you don't believe in the cause, then you identify it. Before you know it, you can do what? Withdraw. You can withdraw. And you see several examples in the scriptures, of people that have identified a cause, but because they are not very well motivated for that cause, they don't believe that cause. So easily withdraw from following that course but if you want to go forward this year you not not only to identify the course you need to believe in it and that's in every area of our life and that you are going for something that has to do with your career and this is what you need to do this year then when you, you step into it then challenges may come you know that you believe that's what you need to do you follow it through you follow it through in Exodus 14, Exodus 14, 10 to 12, Bible recorded concerning the children of Israel. Praise the Lord. Exodus 14, 10 to 12. It's not showing. Okay. Can you please put it on the screen? I think it's a black screen. That's why it's not showing. Can you put it on the Exodus 14, 10 to 12. The children of Israel got to the Red Sea and they saw Pharaoh behind them. so far behind them and Pharaoh said sorry and they said to Moses is this not what we told you in Egypt yes we want to go out of this place but it is better for us to have died in Egypt than to to die in the wilderness so they, 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 they found it difficult they found it difficult to follow him to believe in the cause because of the challenges you are facing. Praise the Lord. Let us also look at four Samuel 30. 1 Samuel 30 verses 8 to 10. This is, this, is, this is the scripture we used throughout last year. Restoration. They all got to the giga. They saw their family had been taken away. But they knew that they needed to pursue them. David said, Let us go after them. God has given the address to go after them. But it was not every one of them that followed him. For one reason or the other. they could believe that maybe they, 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 we cannot get them back. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue all these troops? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, Pursue, for thou shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. Nine. So David went. He had six hundred men that were with him. And came to the brook Besor, where those that were left behind stayed. Continue, but David pursued he and four hundred men. Two hundred stayed behind. They didn't believe in the cause. They stayed behind. Praise the Lord. The book of Judges, Judges seven to seven, Judges seven to seven. Gideon. Gideon was leading the army of Israel to go and fight the Midianites. And God said, Not all these people are there for this fight. And little by little, God withered them down. One test or the other. He used to bring them down until you mean from thousands. You mean how many of them left? Three hundred. Those are the people that believe in the cause. They have identified the cause, but not all of them believe in the cause. As a church, you can identify a cause. But is it everybody in the church? everybody believes in that cause. Praise the Lord. So we need to identify the cause and also believe that this is the way we should go. And when you believe you do everything possible to have it and that takes me to the next story which is a very good example of somebody who identify a cause but does not believe in what it takes to get to the cause mark 10 mark 10 17 to 27 mark 10 17. this is the story of the young rich ruler they call him mark 10. 17 to 27. he came to jesus himself in the day light it was not like people that eat themselves and come and ask him in the night about some things no he was open about it he wanted Lord to say and when he was going forth in the, the way that came one running and kneeled to him and asked him god buster what shall i do that i may enrich eternal life eternal life 18. And jesus said unto him why callest thou me good there's no good but one that is god please let's do it fast that knowest the commandment do not commit adultery do not kill do not steal do not bear for witness defraud not honor the father and mother and he answered and said unto him master all this i have observed from my youth Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him, and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come take up the cross and follow me. And what did he do? And he was sad at that saying, and went away, grieved, for he had great possession. He identified the cause. He knew what he wanted. He wanted to make heaven. He wanted to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to be there with you. What can I do to make it to heaven? By the time he was told what is required, he withdrew. He couldn't get it done. Remember that mother of two of the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ that came to meet him and said, please, you know, they, what do they call that in, the, in, this, uh, in this age? What do, what do you call that? You know, it was trying to influence the Lord Jesus Christ so that his, his children will be the one that will be sitting on the right and the left hand side. You know, in heaven. Yeah. Eh? The bribe, <laughs> lobbying. That's what I'm looking for. Lawyers have told me lobbying. It was lobbying the Lord Jesus Christ. And what did he tell him? Do they have what was? what it takes to get that? did you hear what it takes believe in the cause this man said he wanted to be there and when he was told what is required to get to that level what he wanted he walked out may you not walk out of your salvation in the name of jesus christ but do you know brethren many have walked out of salvation today many have known christ before but they have turned their back on christ for one reason or the other many are seeking jobs but they have to compromise before they get that job and they left many are seeking marriages they want to be engaged they want to be married and because they want to be married, what do they do they forgot they would have and when they get to that marriage they want to invite god back to help them for challenges you are facing it's very important for your brethren not only to identify the cause, but to believe in the cause. Because when you believe in the cause, you can do everything necessary. David risked his life for that cause. Said, so let no one be afraid. I will go before this one. Praise the Lord. The three, three Ibu children, when they were faced with death, they told the king, we believe in this cause. We believe in what we are saying. We are not going back. See, so if, if the king says this is what we should do, we will not do it. Our God, whom we serve, we do what? We save us. And if he chose not to save us, we will see not what? Bow down to your idol. They know the cause. They believe in the cause. Brethren, as a church, as I live this year, my course is to do everything to make me make a home. There will be challenges. There will be trials. But when I believe in that cause, I will do everything to make sure that I do not miss the way. You will not miss your way this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. So seek every opportunity to grow in Christ. So go forward this year. It's not just about going forward physically or whatever. Going forward spiritually is key. I would say that we should not be feeding like babes. We are supposed to be feeding like adults. Praise the Lord. It's very important. Because even the Lord, the Lord himself, because, of the, because he believed in the cause of our salvation. He believed in the cause of reconciling us back to himself. In John 3, 6, the Bible says, He gave! It's only because son. That by him, we, you and me, may be saved. We may have eternal life. He did something. Because he believed in that cause. He was ready to release him for the salvation of your soul. Praise the Lord. And Philippians two five to eight, as I random. Philippians two five 8 to eight, say something. Can you even put it on the screen, please? Philippians two five to eight talks about the, the attitude of Apostle Paul to the cause, to the cause he has been called to do, what he has been called to do. So let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That was Apostle Paul saying. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with what? God. Said, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him in the form of what? Servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And in verse 8. Praise the Lord. Verse 8. The next verse. And being found in fashion as a man, he offered himself. And became obedient unto dead, even the dead of what? The cross. That is what is expected of us, brethren. If you believe in that cause, I was telling the worker earlier this morning that when the Lord Jesus Christ sent the apostles out, he sent them out as sheep among what? Among wolves. That means he was aware that challenges will come, but yet he sent him out. He was aware it was a dangerous adventure, yet he sent him out. So if you all think about our challenges, why we cannot do what we want, we want to do, we start looking at our programs, why we cannot make a meeting, why we cannot come for a meeting, then we are limiting our potentials or striving towards the course. Praise the Lord, and that takes me to the last slide. We should talk about the next thing we need to focus on. The next thing we need to look at when you want to go forward is determination. Determination. So we have look at focus, encouragement, identifying, and believing in the cause. The next is determination. I put it there before, brethren. Determination. Praise the Lord. So it's very important for us to determine. In Judges 8 4. Judges 8 verse 4. The people that followed Gideon, they were pursuing the Midianites. Something happened there. Say, said, Gideon and his 300 men, exhausted, yet keeping up the pursuit. Hey, give me the King James Father, King James Father, please. Exhausted, yet keeping all the pursuits. He said, fainting, yet what? Pursuing them. Determination. If you are not determined to reach a goal, brethren, any little thing will stop you on the way. And that's what we'll be focusing on as we continue this study. how can we be determined to achieve our objectives to go forward remember one of the things i've said during this teaching because of this teaching is that that god said go forward does not mean there are no obstacles that god said does not mean that what there are no obstacles but then our focus is important how we encourage ourselves is important How belief in that cause is important and how determined we are is very important. May the Lord help us all in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's be on our feet.